Alright. Thunder right when I push the button. I love it. So, if you're new here, so am I. And we're going to start this thing up no matter what. Because I'm part of the no matter what club. So, really excited to get this thing started. This is going to be the Northeast Florida Outdoors Podcast. And my name's Trevor. I'm here from Northeast Florida. I'm coming at you from my house in here with my dog copper he's rolling around in his cage because he likes to chew stuff up hopefully it'll be a good blood trailing dog we're gonna see i've sunned him on a couple mock scrapes already we'll see what happens though but without further ado we're gonna jump right into this episode you're gonna have to bear with me like i said i'm just getting my gear ready and you know I'm fully invested in like self-filming and have all kinds of camera gear and different things like that, but haven't really thought about a podcast much, but why not? I talk about deer hunting all day at work, at home, and I know my fiance and my kids and my coworkers are tired of hearing about it, so I figured I'd come on here and talk to to y'all about it. So uh, that's where we're at. And... I mean, I'm just flat out excited about it. Deer season's right around the corner, and I'm a full-blooded deer hunter. I mean, I don't mind shooting a hog, a doe. I mean, I'll surely shoot a coyote if it walks out. I'm just, I'm, I'm happy to have found the outdoors myself. I didn't really grow up. You know, this episode is mostly going to be about, you know, my story, who I am, while I'm starting this podcast, that kind of deal. So, uh, we'll just go ahead and keep it rolling. And, you know, I didn't grow up with with a dad around that really hunted or anything like that. I went fishing with him a few times, and um, we still go fishing to this day some and stuff. But, you know, we didn't, I didn't grow up hunting at all. And I guess the first time I really, really went hunting I say I went hunting when I was when I was a little kid, about I don't know, seven or eight years old. I would run around with my BB gun and shoot birds and squirrels and <laughs> probably really anything that moved. But you know, uh, didn't probably know better at that time. But then eventually, mom came home one day and seen dead birds and stuff, and she said, "Trevor, you can't do that. You can't just shoot anything like that. You got to eat whatever you shoot." said oh yeah so i figured out what i could eat she may have told me something i might have asked some other people i can't quite remember but i did figure out a few things i could eat some doves with the type of birds and squirrels i could eat and uh we had crawfish in the ditch i guess you call them crawfish they look like crawfish to me they run backwards i put a net behind them and then back right up into them so i caught some of those I don't remember if we cooked any of those or not, but surely enough, uh, killed some bullfrogs around there. So, uh, anyways, that was kind of my first experience with everything. So, it just kind of never really took off. I, I was raised mostly by my mother and my uncles and stuff like that. My father wasn't around a whole lot. So, you know, as far as hunting he don't really hunt or anything like that to this day we were really into fishing coming up though and uh we 
we hang out a lot now and go fishing. But I never really knew about hunting, to say the least. I mean, I didn't really have any inkling of it. So I really just want to do a podcast that just kind of explains how I found the love for hunting and just being outdoors and and how it kind of changed my life and and really just just made me look at some things different and and provide for my family. I'm really kind of just turning into a naturalist or something kind of through hunting, I guess you would say. But I just there's going to be a lot of the background noise. I'm I'm going to just go ahead and apologize for it. We'll just ride out like I said with no matter what here, but I'm just really going to go ahead and just get right into some of this stuff and and, uh, keep y'all waiting because I've made some different notes and things I want to cover in this first episode to kind of just clear the air and and let everybody know who I am and what I'm about and hopefully give an idea and outline about what we're going to do at this podcast here. It's going to kind of run, run along with the YouTube channel. Hopefully one day we'll get some video going and stuff like that, but so like I said, my name's Trevor. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, and I grew up fishing and and uh, just playing a little bit outdoors, but not really getting into nothing serious. I played baseball a lot coming up and really enjoyed that, had a lot of fun with that, and then went in and got into some extracurricular activities, you know, after uh, school, some doing some schooling, and, and just having a, a whole lot of fun. And... Uh, my teenage years and on up to I was about 30 a little too much fun probably actually if I had to say so myself but we won't get into too much of that anyways hunting has really just grabbed a hold of me um, like nothing ever before I've always really had a, a great outlook on and, and a real fun outlook and knew it was really in, intriguing and enticing to me to people that I would see in pictures that hunted and people out, you know, uh, you know, you see a magazine here and there, but I don't know. I just always thought it was, it would cost me too much money or, uh, I just really didn't live the type of lifestyle that somebody came from that, that hunted or whatever, I guess. But I eventually changed my views on that. So that's some other things we'll probably touch on and have a topic about eventually. But, uh, so, I mostly hunt deer. For anybody who don't know or hasn't seen my YouTube channel, I, I hunt deer. I've shot a few deer on film now, or at least shot at a few deer. I shot one. I um, was able to, Lord bless me, to arrow one or two. Actually, I've shot about five with a bow now. And, uh, you know, but first, I'll get into how I, I got into hunting. And I've kind of told y'all who I am and and how I got to this point in my life. I'm an electrician, and I really love to trade, and and I've I've, um, got got some licensing in the trade, and and I'm with the IBEW, so I am able to travel around, and I hope to just make use of that. That's a new thing for me, and I'm just really thankful for where I'm at in life, and hopefully be able to take a couple days off here and there to go hunting. We'll see what happens. But... So I kind of coming from from fishing and getting into hunting, I kind of had an idea of you know to make it happen 
attitude with fishing and stuff. I'd stay out all night sometimes fishing or all day trying to catch something. And I never really got so into it that I've got a bunch of boats, but I have had a couple little boats and um, have been out doing a little fishing off the shore and stuff like that with my uncle and doing some king fishing and stuff like that. So that's kind of the background of the outdoors I grew up in. Besides that, I really enjoyed riding four wheelers and playing baseball and being outside and, you know, just getting outdoors and, and breaking a sweat and having some fun. So, like I said, I hunted with a BB gun a little bit in the backyard, but that was about it. And other than that, I went with my um, stepfather at the time uh, out hunting a couple different times and actually saw and shot at a deer one time. I remember us spraying down real good and uh, we, we were just kind of like stalk hunting with shotguns. So I had a shotgun, he had a shotgun and we stalked in. I might have been 16 or under at that time, but he really got me on a deer. And man, if I didn't get excited and, and shot that buckshot and about knocked me on my butt but I had really I really had a lot of fun man it was really like the funnest thing but I kind of forgot about that you know as I got a little older and you know got into some other things never like I said I just didn't have the money or gun or nothing like that you know so um eventually I was going camping a lot and I realized that where I was camping at was a WMA a local WMA near me so I started seeing the sign. Oh, what is that? It intrigued me. And I finally figured out, man, I'm camping out here and coming out here all the time and I love it out here so much, man, I might as well hunt out here. So sure enough, I went out not too long after that and signed up for the the class. And this is all it takes. If you listen to this real quick, if you want to just listen to this little segment, about how to go do it this is this is it and you just got to do it you know you you go find out in your local area where the the class is online <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> excuse me you go get online mine's uh florida wildlife commission and you go to their website myfwc.com and you'll go and google search if if you me i'll google search like uh, classes for um, hunter safety course because that's what you got to have to hunt you can buy the hunting license and hunt with someone else like me or someone in your family that has a hunt license already but you can't go out by yourself unless you have the hunter safety card so you go get take that class is the first thing is first you get online it's kind of extensive and, and a little bit long the one I took was the NRA safety and it was free then you go do a field day and they show you how to shoot a little archery bow at mine or, or a, like a recurve and then a couple of different guns and they make you do a few tests and you're on your way with your hunter safety card and you're good to go hunt all by yourself wherever in any WMA you buy your hunting license your management area stamp your deer stamp your turkey stamp your crossbow stamp your archery stamp your your all your stamps and you just make sure you cross all your eyes and dot all your t's yeah 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 i blew that okay anyways so you call the fwc officer and you make them you tell them everything you did after that and you call down there and them people's real nice every time i've called down there and you tell them people hey 
How do I, how do I go hunting? I got this, I got that, I got this. Is there anything I'm missing? I'm gonna go out here. Do I need to wear orange? Do I need to not wear orange? Do I need to um, have my my bow in it, my arrow in my cock, then my crossbow while I'm riding in the car? No, don't do that. You know, so there's certain things you gotta read over and look at, and uh, just be safe is the main number one thing. So they really teach you in that hunter safety course to be very safe and stuff. So, oh, so I was going out there to that local WMA, realized I could hunt. So I went and done all that, like I just explained. And then I got on Facebook and I started, you know, reaching out to local hunting pages. Hey, is anyone out here in this area hunting? And the nice guy, man, I'm still his friend. And uh, I hope we go hunting this season right here because he got me into this thing and I won't never, you know, he, he, he introduced me and showed me what a rub was and what a scrape was. And, and I owe that man, you know, I, I'm, you know, it, 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 it has really changed me. And I'm really passionate and excited about this thing, man. So, like, that man took his time out of his day and showed me some things that I really am interested in and I really love doing and enjoy doing. And, and I'm just so thankful for it. So. I've passed some of that knowledge along to some other people since then, and it's just so fun to do that and let them see, oh, yeah, that, that deer was rubbing on that stick. Yeah, that deer rubs on you. Tear that daggum thing down right there, you know? So it's pretty cool uh, getting other people into it. So, you know, after after going in there I need and, and figuring that out, I actually believe I, I got a little bit sidetracked. I even had a star right here on my paper. Uh, I actually believe I went in a pawn shop looking around just probably oh yeah I went to get a fishing pole that's right I went in there to get a fishing pole and I saw this crossbow that I like I think it's a center point uh, 370 or sniper 370 or something like that but it's a killer anyways uh, shot a deer with that or two so uh, yeah but, um, so I went in the pawn shop and I found that and I bought it for 300, maybe a few, few extra over $300. And, and I went on and started learning how to shoot it. And that was kind of what drove me to, to do the hunting course and all that stuff. And so since then I, I met that guy and went out there and we rode around. He, he threw my stand. I got a stand. Man, I went and bought everything I needed. When I tell you I got an Academy uh, hunting card, a Dick Sporting Goods hunting card. I got everybody's. I just had started building some credit at this time of my life. And I had everybody's hunting card. You hear me? I was, I was going in there with my hunting card and buying some stuff. Errors, knocks, quivers. I mean, I wanted it all. I, I was going to, if it was a part for hunting, I wanted it, you hear me? So I was figuring it all out, you know, and, and reading and just been soaking up all this knowledge. And, and that's another thing, you know, if anybody can just hear anything I say and get something out of it, man, that'd be cool, you know? So, and I'm just a deer geek too, so I'm just a deer geek. So, and, and the reason I'm a deer geek, I'm gonna go and tell you is because I went out there, y'all. I went out there in the woods and I had some success because I was hard at it. I was 
I was not leaving out of them woods that year until I had some. Like I really and I and I go into every hunting season like that. You know, I really believe you got to be confident and go into the season really believing that you can make something happen. So, and this guy showed me all this stuff and showed me all this sign and he took me over, drove me all around this WMA man. Oh man, it was so cool. We had our stands in the back of his truck bumping all around. Wham! A deer jump out in front of us. Man, there goes a six point right there. Whoa, right? Man, awesome. So we ride around some more. Boom, another deer jump out. I mean, we were like some deer magnets that day. And it was like my first time. And some, so much in this in this thing, man, this hunting thing, it's always like it's meant to be. And it's what's so cool about it. And anybody who hunts and does this thing, man, I know they, and when everything clicks and comes together just right, boom, right on target, man. And then you make all that stuff align right at that moment in time. That's just, that's what it's all about. You know, that's what it's all about. Moment of silence. So, <laughs> moment of silence for the deer life. So, yeah. So, man, I was out there, set up on the edge of this swamp. I didn't even know what I was doing. Like, I don't listen to so many podcasts now. I kind of know what, what I was at now and what was happening. But this man right off the road, I could see cars going by on the interstate way off in the distance but I'm right off the dirt road in this WMA and I'm sitting there messing around on my phone like I usually have been I've been on several hunts since then but I, I hadn't seen anything but a fox squirrel and maybe a doe off in the distance no I pulled back on one spike it was my first spike ever I pulled I drew back on and there was some twigs in the way and I was scared and I that he wasn't between the regulation size not that he was too small that I wouldn't have shot him, <clears throat> but I thought he might have not have been legal because there's like between five and ten, you're not allowed to shoot here in Florida. So during bow season. So I didn't shoot and I, he smelt my footprint and ran off. But I'm sitting in my stand over there and this is the second encounter with deer um, from my stand. This, this something rattles the bushes over there. I'm like, goodness, in my mind, I slipped my phone in my pocket because I'm on my phone. And, uh, I look up and the bushes are moving. So I stand up real quick. I grab my bow off the, the hanger. It's already got an arrow knock. And I point it kind of that way. I lean my body that way. And I'm ready. Whatever's happened. And the deer runs out. And stops and looks right up at me. Now, mind you, I came in. I was doing every knick-knack and wham-wham and boom-bam and everything you could do to try to get the deer to come. If it was a bell or a whistle or a toot or a horn or anything like that, Bubba, I had it. It was in my bag of tricks, you hear me? So tinks, I probably had some all different kinds of that stuff too, you know what I mean? But I know I had tinks this day. And I think I put it on my boot and did the old walk in, drag in with the tampon trick or something mess like that, right? So I goes in there and, and sure enough, this buck, I can't shoot at him because I'm, I'm, I'm not really ready. Like he, he he runs out and he stops, but then he takes off again so quick before I ever draw back or anything. Plus he's like still pointing towards me and I don't feel comfortable to shoot because I'm so young in the game at this time. So he sits there 
takes off again. He comes right up under my stand, y'all. I'm looking at him through the floor of my stand. I'm standing on my stand, and I'm looking at him through my where my feet's at, literally through the bottom of my summit uh, climber. I'm looking right at the top of this deer, and he's got antlers, and he's a shooter. <laughs> he's a shooter, Jack. So I'm like, oh, man, we got to get him, right? So... So he takes off again after he scratches around in that tinks I had down there. And he stops over in the swamp where I was at, where I came in at, now that I think of it. And he throws his head all around. He's looking for this doe, I guess. That's what it seemed like to me. And in my mind, I'm like, man, this joker's running around like a crazed maniac. It's October something, 3rd or something, or no, 13th or something like that, if I remember correctly. Right around that time frame anyway. And, uh... I draw back while he's over in the swamp. I could barely see him, and, but I could, I could make out that he's standing there, but there's no way I'm getting a shot inside this swamp head. I'm over in some thick, like, uh, cuckoo barrel bushes or whatever you call them, privet head. I mean, it's those uh, over your head high. There's a couple trees around here and there, and I'm on, like, an edge, a swamp edge that is kind of not really too wet at the time, but... He runs up in that and it's kind of dark in there. I can't even make him out good enough to take a shot, but I went ahead and drew back. And sure enough, he ran straight out of one of my shoot lanes right out in front of me and stopped 22 yards. Broadside. And by the time I swung, I, I followed him all the way in in my peep sight, I believe. <laughs> I followed, I was on my anchor point and everything. I'm full draw. On this uh, bow I bought from Hong Kong, it came over in the mail from China, right? Off of Amazon, because I had to buy cheap everything. I, mean, I bought everything now, but I ain't say I bought the best of everything. So I had this Chinese eye glow bow, right? 55 to 70 pounds or something like that. I got this joker at about 43 pounds, probably, right? Got these broad heads I still use in them because I killed all my deer with them, but uh, uh, I've let loose. I got all three pins on the deer, right? All three pins. Foom. I hear it hit him. I know it hits him. I'm absolutely positive I hit this deer. Right? So, I gets on the phone real fast. Hang my bow up. Get on the phone. The deer took out as soon as I hit him. I get on my phone and I call my buddy. I say, hey, bro. I just shot a buck. I just shot a buck. Another deer runs out. This is a smaller deer, like a four point, but legal for certain. I'm like, oh, here's another buck. I put my phone in my pocket real quick. I tried to knock another arrow. I had to do the whole shebang. No, I ain't have an arrow knocked or anything. I try to make that mistake no more. It's hard, but I I try I knock another arrow. I try to draw back. This joker took out. So, but it went the other way than than where I found deer at. So I know it was another deer. So anyway, that deer took out after I shot it. I called my buddy. All that goes down. That that deer slips away while I'm shaking and knees are knocking. And I'm just so excited. I'm get back on the phone with him. He's like, no, you didn't shoot no deer. I'm like, yeah, I did. It was a buck. He's legal buck for certain. I got him, right? So he he's like, all right, well, stay in the tree stand. Don't get down. I don't want you to bump him or whatever, right? I don't want you to blow him out of there. He got to go die, right? So he tells me the whole deal. He's like, I'm going to bring my son over there. We'll go blood trail him in there together, right? So they come in, man. They're like blood at sniffing dogs, man. 
They ain't playing no games, my buddy. I point one way one time when I shot another deer, that joker walked, right? I said, by the water, there's a water over there. He knew right where the water was at. And it's thick over your head stuff, man. He just knows. But, uh, so we we go in there, like, you know, by the time, oh, I missed a part of the story. Oh, yeah, so I'm up in my stand. He's telling me, he's telling me he's on his way. He, he says, wait, wait, right? So he gets there circles around he's like hey show me where you shot the deer at so i'm pointing over here in between these two pine trees right so he's looking all on the ground picking all around in the leaves and and stirring up everything over there you know he's shaking his head and looking all funny and stuff and he looks up at me he's like hey man come on he's like come on down man it's a clean miss i can't find no blood down there man I done looked all around. I went over there about 20 yards. Uh, I'm pretty sure you missed him, man. Get on down. I'm like, no way, dude. Ain't no way I missed this deer, right? You're crazy. You're out of your mind. I start arguing with him and stuff all the way down the tree. I get halfway down there. He's like, all right, you good, man? There's blood over there everywhere. Just chill. I'm I'm, uh, I'm waiting on uh, Dalton to get here. Da, 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 da. So we waited on the sun to get there, and, and they blood sniffed the dog or the, the deer right out the dog trying to get this dog i got copper to go smell him with some deer well they went right in there we found my deer man and that was about the best thing ever aside of my kids and and all the good stuff in my life that god's blessed me with i'm just really excited about being able to to be out here and hunting and, and man i just i live for it i don't know what what better way to say but uh it's really just changed my life and I'm pretty obsessed with it. And it's all about excitement and adventure. And you just get to see new places and people and things. And I'm, you know, I've gotten to hunt different types of animals, turkeys. And, and I really like enjoy hunting hogs and stuff different times of the year on a little piece of private that a buddy of mine has. And, I've I've gotten trying to got my family up into it and get them out there in the woods so they can go try to see some of the stuff with me and here recently me and my fiance have been going out walking in some WMAs and stuff. I'm gonna go to Georgia uh this coming up season. I'm super, super excited about going to Georgia and it and I've already been out there a couple of times this year. I went out there not uh, this past weekend, yeah, Sunday, and uh, man, um, I, I told people I almost died, but seriously, it was bad. It was bad out there. It was so hot. It was so hot. I just would take two or three steps and be winded, and I started getting real, real lightheaded and just not really knowing how good I was doing, you know, and if I was gonna make it where I needed to get to. It was just, it was rough, and I just really didn't know if I was going to get there, and I called my, my fiance, and I was like, it's really hot out here, I'm soaked, I got ticks on me, I'm all scratched up, I don't know, I don't know, so let me sit down and really like assess the situation and stop moving so much, because I kind of, getting kind of freaked a little bit and panicky and, and probably moving too fast and hurrying to try to get to the camera so I could get out of there to get more water. It was like a 
double-edged sword. It was like, stay in there, sit down and rest, not have enough water because I'm profusely sweating. Or hurry up and go get the camp car. I was not leaving without the cars. I wanted to see what was coming by. I had a dope coming by a bunch of raccoons messed with my camera and messed it up. I was glad I went in there so soon. I only had it in there a week. This dough was on there four or five times. Though. So I definitely had some meat in the freezer if nothing else. But I, I just like sitting around the campfire and, you know, talking with my buddies. It's been hard, man, to really link up with people and, and talk to them, too. That's another thing. I like the idea of some guys around here in Florida. They got a digital deer camp and, um, you know, just a lot of people really getting into the public land thing is really good for conservation. I've joined some some different organizations. I won't throw no names out there, nothing like that. And and it's just been cool to really get into the conservation side of things and start paying attention to what I can do, talking to my lawmakers and, and different people like that about, you know, keeping our, our natural environments and public lands and the things that we, man, if all this goes away, what might happen? Really? Like, what if we didn't have no a whole bunch of land? I don't know, man. That just didn't seem right if it was like that to me. Surely they say we need trees and stuff to breathe and they renew air and different things. So, I mean, the deer and the energy sources, I mean, that's energy, protein, man. We, I go, I, I'm able to, I feel like so much healthier since I've been living off of wild animal meat, honestly. I basically live off wild animal meat or either try to go to the, I went to the meat market and I bought a good little bit of grocery. That's only because we eat so much, I think, though. But now, but now, I got a Georgia license, and they let me uh, harvest and kill 10 does up there. So I'm pretty excited about that. So, I mean, this hunting thing, man, it really just makes me a better person all in all, I believe. Like I said, kind of sort of like a naturalist. I'm all about mind, body, soul, spirit, you know, the three-hole, three-part type of deal. And, uh, yeah, I'm just old guy from the south that is very interested in hunting and different tactics and learning how to you know just be more efficient and I've I've took a lot of time and, and finances and things like that out of my life to to do this so I'm just trying to give back some show some people some stuff that I'm doing have fun doing it create some memories have some things to show my children and their children and you know just like I said it's it's just all fun and and new and exciting to me and I just really plan on this thing really taking off hopefully and hopefully being something that I could pump out a, a weekly recording of and start talking to some guys about what their seasons are like and maybe some some hunting stories and just having some fun on here and maybe getting some call-in guests you know just like a, a free freebie call-in you know and different things like that because <clears throat> the season will be on us before we know it and i like some guys to call in during the season you know and and or me call some guys and, and get some guys on to tell me about how their season's going how the buck movement's going in this area and different things like that. I don't think you can ever have too much of that. 
but also I like to do some different things and and uh, just have some different topics that we talk about in the hunting industry and uh, also we'll do some fishing stuff too probably here and there but mostly a whole lot of deer hunting that's what I like the most so without too much more rambling I think I'm gonna kind of cut this one short here because I really just wanted to get out this first episode and let everybody know what was going on with the Northeast Florida Outdoors podcast and hopefully this will be out and rocking here within the next uh, couple months here before deer season what I got a month and a half we'll be rocking this podcast out you know within a month and a half before the season open up here so today is the 2nd of August and the season here opens up on September 10th I believe here in Georgia is where I'm most excited about anyway well I guess that's going to be it today here at Northeast Florida Outdoors and I really appreciate y'all listening if you have any um, things you want to talk about or ask me about or something like that let me know I got Northeast Florida Outdoors on YouTube You'll spell that N-E space F-L space outdoors. And also I have a Facebook page that I'll probably start updating more and putting the podcast on so everybody can go find them there as well. And I think that's going to be about it. Thanks for listening.